Lightning flashed, splitting the heavens as rain emptied down upon the ocean. Footsteps scurried outside of Margaret's stateroom door as passengers and crew raced down the hall seeking shelter. Margaret sat in her chair and clutched a blanket around her shoulders with one hand and her rosary in the other. Moving her fingers from one mother-of-pearl bead to the next, she repeated the familiar words, Ave Maria, gratia plena. It was a nervous habit to distract her mind, something solid she could touch. She prayed that God would calm the waters just enough to deliver the S.S. Galea safely to its destination in Liverpool. There was a loud crash in the passageway. She heard footsteps stop in front of her cabin, followed by a pounding on her door. Margaret rose from her chair, grabbing furniture to steady her balance while she made her way across the room. Grasping her blanket tightly around her, she asked, Who is it? Please, let me in. A desperate-sounding voice replied, Who are you? She hoped he wasn't in any danger, but even if he was, she wasn't about to let a stranger into her room. Please, I'm- There he is, another voice yelled. Several footsteps ran past her door. Margaret listened. Outside, the rain pelted the side of the ship, and things creaked and rattled as the boat tossed on the waves. However, there was no sound of the stranger, nor the other man pursuing him. They had apparently moved on. A whoosh of spray smacked the tiny window of her cabin, sending shivers down Margaret's back. She clung to the handrail bolted to the wall for support. Why did the stranger knock on her door? She quickly reminded herself that his business was not her concern, and there was no need to worry. Besides, he was most likely tucked away safely inside wherever he was. Now, if only this wretched storm would calm down, she could get some rest. The ship swayed. Margaret grabbed the back of the chair and carefully made her way around it. Thank goodness she wasn't prone to seasickness, or surely she would be ill. Her rosary was no longer sitting on the table. Letting out a sigh, she settled into the chair. Perhaps enough prayers were said for the night. The ship was over halfway to its destination in England, and other than this storm, Margaret found the voyage boring and uneventful. She had kept to herself the previous days, preferring solitude over listening to the mindless gossip of other women passengers. Whenever she turned a discussion to politics, it was met by obvious smirks. She was well aware that women like her were rare. Fortunately, her husband was not offended by her political interest. In fact, he adored her because of it. Much to her surprise, this trip had been his idea. You've always wanted to see Ireland. Besides, Mrs. Parnell has offered you a place to stay, Alex had said. Go and write about your experience, then come back home to me. Normally, he complained when she was away from him more than a week, and this trip would require her to be gone at least two months, if not more. She didn't need a chaperone and was quite capable of taking care of herself. After all, she was a journalist. Still, she couldn't help but think it rather odd that he would be so willing to let her make the trip alone. Then again, Alex had taken a sudden interest in Irish politics. Perhaps he was hoping she would have something new to tell him about the political situation in Ireland when she returned to Chicago.
Margaret had brought her portable writing box, plenty of paper, ink, pens, and a journal in which to capture her observations and thoughts along the way. At the present moment, she was grateful these were latched inside the cabinet and not strewn across the floor with her shoes, hats, and books that tumbled from one side of the cabin to the other with each roll of the ship. Margaret retrieved her copy of an illustrated history of Ireland she had wedged in the side of the chair and attempted to read. For what seemed like hours, the vessel bounced and swayed as it made its way across the frothy sea from New York to Liverpool. Then sometime after midnight, the swaying finally stopped. Margaret put down her book and, unable to locate her rosary, clutched her dreams of Ireland instead.